Hey, what's going on, everybody? What is crack a lacking? It is, uh, it has been super busy, man. I just can't believe how busy it is. Happy New Year to everybody, anyways. I know I've been saying it's busy. I, I think 2020 is going to be crazy busy, but my plans are not to uh, be crazy too busy, shall I say. I, just like I said last time, man, I, I don't want to be. Uh, running around with my head cut off this year. Uh, I'm going to concentrate on a few things that are priority, and um, we'll we'll see how it goes. But anyways, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I'm going to talk about the latest repair that uh, my student, uh, advanced student, has been doing, Bobby Six. Uh, he's from Iowa. He actually attended the Mega Media event, and then he approached me. He said, look, he's he's looking to... Uh, open up his business back home in Iowa, along with he still wants to do hail, but on the winter times when he's not doing hail, he wants to do big deer hits. That seems like the very common type of big smashes that happen out there. And said, why not? So we're going to talk about that type of repair a bit. I'm talking, I kicked in this fender and it double buckled it like really bad inverted crown a nasty smile underneath it. It is just, it's just horrible. And I've, I took some photos of it. If you haven't seen it, you can go to the Facebook page, the Dent Time Facebook page. I think I've posted some stuff on the Dent Trainer page. And you believe me, I will be filming that sucker. I've been filming it. I will show you guys up to the part. Even if we don't get 100%, I'm going to show you the whole steps. We are probably a good 80% finished. Now, how is the 20%? Well, I'm going to talk to you guys about that. I'm going to tell you guys verbally what kind of problems we ran into, why why I think that we're doing so well on it, um, and what I can what we're going to expect at the end. So, we'll get to that part. The other part I'm going to call Paul Paul Corden. Paul Corden's got uh, he's been out and about. I haven't talked to him pretty much. I think I've talked to him maybe twice the whole year of 2019. Maybe that. So uh, I'm excited to catch up with him and see what he what's going on with him. And then I'm going to try to see if I can give Kevin Bird. It's, it's a little bit late over on the East Coast. So we'll see how it is. Uh, it's about nine, a little after 9 o'clock over, over there. 6 o'clock that I'm recording this. So let's go talk to him and then we'll get into the repair and some some other little jibber jabber stuff. See if I can get him on the phone. Uh, let's see here. Da da da. Let's see. You guys know me. I'm, I'm never prepared when uh, when it comes to calling people. There it is. Let's call him. Hello. What up, dude? Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? You is this okay time to call you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. So I'm already recording on the podcast. Um so we are we are we are going right now. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. You know spontaneous Paul, you know me, man. I just call and let's let's do it, man. Yeah, I love it. Hey, love man, it. I was telling the the audience that was listening that I probably talked to you maybe twice all last year, dude. Like where in the hell you been, man? <laughs> I've been busy, bro. Uh, the last couple of years, I've been chasing hail, and then uh, 
you know, my brother and I own and operate a, a local shop here in Virginia uh, called Den Shop. And we've got a couple of employees and a, a bunch of body shops and dealerships and stuff that we service as well as retail. So we're, we're staying busy. Well, you know what, just in case nobody knows who you are, can you re totally reintroduce yourself, dude? Sure. Uh, my name is Paul Corden. I am a 20-plus uh, year veteran in PDR here in the Washington, D.C. area, uh, Northern Virginia to be specific. And um, I uh, have been fixing dents and big dents for a long time. And, and then uh, a lot of people know me for my work on uh, PDR pricing or estimating uh, price price guide. Um, some people call it the Paul Corden price guide. I just call it the price guide because there's no sense in putting my name in front of it since it's me. Uh, but that's, uh, that's pretty much what I do, man. I am a, a guy who loves the PDR industry and, uh, loves to see dick guys, um, get better and, uh, and be successful. So that's awesome. kind of me in a nutshell. Well, and, and I don't think you give yourself enough credit, dude. I mean, I'm going to say it again. You helped, you helped change the industry here dude like and uh thank you very much man for helping people become aware of the value basically i think not just with the pricing system but help people understand the value of their own service and that that's that deserves a lot of credit man thank you well i appreciate it mike and uh you know i appreciate that and you know i, I owe you a thank you because uh i think uh, you were one of the first guys that really kind of started to um you know, reach out to me and ask me kind of what's going on, what I'm doing and, you know, my thoughts on things. And, and, uh, so, uh, a lot of, you know, any, um, credibility that I have is I would say due to your being able to kind of see the future and, and go, Hey, this guy might have something to say. Let's, let's talk to him and, and uh, tell people about it. So I appreciate that. And big thank you to you as well. But, uh, but really honestly, Mike, the, the heroes in this, in this, um, business are the guys out there who are listening to you. And they listen to me and they listen to guys like you and me and, and they actually go do the things that we say, you know, we, we encourage them to do. So um, you and I can only do so much by ourselves, but man, when the industry listens and they go and they, you know, accomplish the things that we're encouraging them to, do, to, uh, to accomplish, you know, that's what really moves the industry forward. So. It is. And I tell people, hey, man, they, they sometimes people say, you know, if it wasn't for you or if you didn't do that, I say, look, man, I, I didn't do anything, man. All, all we all we did was help you. We led you to the water. You just had to drink. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That, that's yeah. basically how I, I how I look at it. And um, I, but, totally true. But but in but anyways, man. So listen, I wanted to call you because I know you got you got some stuff that you're going to be talking about in MTE. And uh, I can't wait to see you over there, man. Looking forward to it. So why don't you why don't you open up about that? Sure. Yeah. So uh, so I am teaming up with the guys from uh, PDR Tool Time. Um, and for many of you who may or may not know, PDR Tool Time has a podcast where um, Mike, I know you're involved in that. Um, you were involved in the early uh, you know, beginnings of that. Um, they talk everything uh, industry, but they focus on on the tools. And um, some of the processes that help us to, you know, you know, do the best that we can do out there in the field. And uh, they uh, gave me the opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, PR estimating. And uh, so I'm going to kind of discuss and go into uh, estimating side panel PDR. Um, so in other words, non-hail stuff, you know, anything from a door ding to, you know, really large damage. And uh, we're also going to get into a little bit of a extreme hail estimating as well. So, you know, when guys are faced in a hailstorm with, dents that are bigger than a half dollar 
uh, where there is no real category for that on the hail matrices. Um, we're going to talk about how we are using um, the price guides and the price event feature in Mobile Tech RX to estimate that stuff and, and start to really boost our, our ticket, uh, our overall tickets with those um, extreme dents and damage. So, are, are, uh, you, are you going to? I didn't mean, but are you going to no, add no. Um, like scenarios and like how to deal with people, the the naysayer? Why are you charging that much? Uh, stuff like you know, any psychology or any kind of pointers on how to uh, talk to the communicate with the the other party? Shall I say? Yeah, so we're definitely going to touch on that. Um, one of the things that, that we are talking about doing is possibly kind of a role-playing situ- situation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where um, maybe some of the guys from, from Tool Time are going to kind of uh, help me role-play, you know, a customer, um, uh, you know, a customer salesman situation where, you know, we kind of talk about what are, the, what are the initial questions that we like to ask a customer and why do we ask those particular questions so that um, we can kind of begin to put a picture together of what's really going on with that particular situation and then kind of custom craft our solution for that customer. Um, that way they are, have their expectations set correctly and we kind of know exactly um, how and, and what to estimate. And essentially what it does is it positions us, you know, going through that role-playing situation is going to help us to position ourselves in a, in a way where we're able to be successful no matter what the situation is. Yeah. And um, just to give you an example, we had a customer come in a couple of weeks ago, and one of the guys that worked for me, um, actually, after he did the estimate, he looked at the customer's car and he said, hey, you know, you may not want to spend the money on this car based on the value of the vehicle and the age of the vehicle. You know, you may not get your money back on the investment that you make. And that customer, even though we didn't fix their car, ended up leaving us a five-star review because of our honesty and, you know, just um, transparency in dealing with this situation. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what we want to go for. I mean, we want to be able to turn even customers who don't have a transaction with us into a five-star review. Like, how can we better serve our customer and, and give them what they're looking for? Well, I, and I, I think it all falls back to your golden rule, man. you, you got to justify, right? You, mm-hmm. you, regardless if you're going to be, if you can do it, but why you're doing it or why you can't do it. You know, where it makes yep. sense to them, you know, Hey, that makes sense, man. Thanks for, you know, saving my butt. I mean, yeah, you really are looking out for me. You know what I mean? Yep. Re- regardless, um, and, and helping yep. them do that. So I think that's fantastic. Yep. That's exactly right. So how long is this seminar going to go for? So I think I'm going to, I, I'm going to be presenting for about uh, 30 minutes and then, um, we're probably going to do a 15 to 30 minute, uh, question and answer session where, you know, uh, guys can ask questions and I can kind of uh, take their scenario, their question and, and just kind of put my spin on it and give them the best information that I can. Um, now, that being said, let me give you a disclaimer. <laughs> I don't know everything at all. Uh, I'm still learning myself as well. Uh, 20, 20 plus years in and I'm, I'm still picking up things from guys. And But uh, I'll do my best to try to, to help guys along and, and help them understand how they can, you know, uh, increase their bottom line, uh, you know, by learning how to estimate properly and more than just estimate, but learning how to also justify and document their estimates in a way that, you know, allows them to be really successful both before, during, and after the transaction. Well, that's, that's great. I mean, because we look, Paul, we can never get enough of that, dude. Honestly, we, yeah. we always, we always yeah. want to know 
more and more. And we, you know what? It's getting better. I'm getting better at it, man. I mean, I wasn't, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I was not. Can I tell them the story? Because I haven't already told this story in a while. And you and I, every time I get a chance, I laugh about it, dude. But <laughs> let's talk about the drill story, dude. So mm-hmm. let me set this up. So about four, what, three or four years ago? We're in the room yeah, at, at, something like at that. MTE, something like that. And uh, that's had to be four years ago because that's when you were really hitting the price guide stuff hard and everything. So um, yeah. so we, we sit down and we're talking and you're like, hey, Mike, well, what, what do you do when you have to drill a hole? And I said, what do you, you know, like, no, you go, what do you do when you, go, when you have to make a manufactured access point? I go, you mean a hole, like drill a hole? You're like, yeah. <laughs> and I go... Well, I just tell the customer I got to drill the hole. Well, do you charge for it? I said no. I don't charge for it. And you're like, why not? I go. You're saying that I should charge to drill so in someone's uh, a hole in someone's car? You know, absolutely. <laughs> and I started laughing. And I was like, you're kidding me, dude, right? You're, I mean, you got to be kidding me that time. And you said no. And so you walked me through the scenario. And I'm going to let you take over right here because you're the real Paul Corn. You can say it yourself. And if you remember it, so I remember it, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember telling you, uh, you, you know, I think you said something like, how on earth am I going to ask a customer to pay for me to drill a hole in their car? Yeah. And I said, well, I mean, if you put it that way, you, sure, you, you certainly can't ask a customer to pay you to do that. But, you know, if, if, you know, if we present the opportunity, you know, in, in a different way, then we can certainly justify why we're asking for the money to drill a hole. And uh, so I, I continue to tell Mike how typically I walk our customer through the options. You know, we can either disassemble all these different parts of the car and we can get access to the dent that way and fix it, or we can manufacture an access point at, at this part of the car, um, but we charge money to, to drill a hole. Essentially, we'll drill a hole. We'll use your terms. Uh, but to manufacture an access point. And, um, and Mike said, well, well how can we charge them for that but you know it's making your job easier and i said well yeah but but it took me a long time to figure out exactly where i should be drilling holes on a car and then uh, the last time i checked i i'm i'm paying about you know i don't know 40 50 60 dollars for a unibit and you're paying a couple hundred bucks for a drill and and then you're paying money to anson pdr for their plugs and uh you're probably buying some um some uh you know uh black silicone somewhere from one of the auto parts stores and all that stuff costs money, and your expertise definitely definitely has value to it. So once you put all that together, I think you know. I think at the time, I think Mike, I was charging like I don't know, ten or fifteen bucks for a hole. And then uh, the next thing I know, you called me back and you said, "You're not going to believe this, but I'm charging twenty five yeah, for a hole." Yeah, and you know what? You you and I had a specific. You even told me this, dude. And I said, "Well, we were going through the scenarios." You're like, "No, no, look, you got to set it up like this." And again, this is the way, and I still do it, dude. Like, yeah. customer comes through, comes to the shop. And I charge, let's say, let's say the dent costs two fifty. So it's two hundred fifty dollars. Go through the price guide. It's a ding with all the factors. It's two hundred fifty dollars. But there's no, you can't really go down the window. You, I mean, you can, but it's far down. But it's in an area close by the by the edge. So, Mr. Smith, this is the way you told me too. You're like, look, you got to set them up. Mr. Smith, I have to take off that door panel, which was going to be an additional $150. So I take it off. I got to detrim it, probably take out the glass just to get to that part of the dent. That's $150 right. on top of the $250. However, however, 
for only $25, we can make yeah. a manufactured access point on the side right here. Now, right. the part that you told me the best in that conversation was when you say it's only $25, they're automatically comparing the 150 to the 25. It's like, it's like kind of like a diversion of like you're drilling a hole. So, yeah, exactly. And, right. and I totally have been using that scenario ever since. And I just wanted to hear, have the audience to hear that because if you can't justify it, you ain't going to get it, dude. So, and yeah, so, so it'd be really cool someday to find out if we could collectively add all of the money that guys have made just on drilling holes. It'd be really <laughs> amazing to hear how much, how much money that equals. Yeah. Uh, Cause that'd be pretty cool. I know, uh, I know for you and me, I'm sure Quite a bit of money on drilling holes. My but. bottom line is $2,000 a month on drilling holes, dude. So. <laughs> Good for you, Mike. I'm happy to hear that. Oh, man. Well, well awesome, Paul. I mean, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing you, man. I know you've been I know you've been quite busy. And how's your brother anyways, dude? Tim is doing great. Uh, Tim and I own and operate our shop here in Northern Virginia together. Got a couple of, a couple of uh, employees. And, uh, you know, just a good... Um, we have a good customer base here in the Northern Virginia area and we're just, you know, we're plugging away to be honest with you between, you know, chasing hail in the, in the season and then coming home and running a local business. You know, this Mike, um, it's certainly got my plate full and that doesn't include my five kids. So, uh, when it comes down to it, it leaves less time for me to get on social media and be, you know, in the mix quite as much as I used to be, but I'm still out there guys. I'm watching, I'm paying attention to all the stuff going on in the industry and, and I love it. It's, it's exciting to see, um, and I hope to get back to the point where I can I can get more involved and be more you know involved on a daily basis on what's happening out there in the uh, on the interwebs. That's awesome. I can respect that, Paul. I really can, man. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's called getting your priorities straight, setting yourself up, family first, of course. And you know you got to feed the feed the family by hustling and working hard, dude. And I hope you keep that up and and uh, do it at a steady pace, bro. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, everybody can't be like Toledo. You know, you do shoot. it all really good. I'm, I'm just, I'm just hoping to be there someday. Shoot, man. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to have a stroke, man. If I keep that up, dude. So, but, but Paul, I, I listen, I wanted you to, uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, and, uh, yeah. listen, I'll see you soon and we're all look forward to it. Do you have a time yet? I'm sorry. Do, I don't know if I paid attention to you. So if you had a time yet at the, at the MTV. you know, yes, we do. And Mike, I, I apologize. I don't have it in front of me, but I, I want to say that I think it's, uh, Friday at possibly one o'clock. Okay. Um, so, but, but I, I know PR tool time will probably be talking about it and, uh, I'll try to get that straight and we'll, we'll get, we'll get it out there to everybody. So they know what's going on, but yeah, absolutely. Come by the booth, come see me. If you got questions, come on, come on by and ask them. And, um, you know, like I said, it's going to be short, sweet and to the point, but it's going to be jam packed. I mean, if anybody has been to any of the things that I've spoken at, they know that I try to pack a lot of information into a really, really small amount of time. And I talk really fast, which works well for that. So, you know, come on out and be ready to take notes and uh, ask questions. And uh, we'll, we'll get you set straight. Paul, we're looking forward to it, man. I know it's going to be awesome. And uh, I'll see you there. Mike, thanks for the time, buddy. I you, appreciate it. You got it, Paul. Have a good night, dude. See ya. All right, guys. Bye. Good night. All right, that was Paul Corden, man. Super smart mofo, man. I'm telling you, man. So if you guys can make that part of that seminar, it's going to be at during the event at the uh, – PDR tool, uh, PDR tool time playground. It's like a tongue twister right there. I don't know why. Speaking of that, let's let's give Vinny a call, man. So I, I'll, if you guys don't know, 
Okay. I've been involved with PDR tool time uh, when it first, the infancy of it. And I was the host on there for a couple of years. And then I uh, stepped down and uh, created my own podcast. John Hiley was also on there and he did the same thing. Um, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't uh, just something that we, that I said, Hey, you know, I'm just going to do it right now. It was just something I, I felt like I had to do. So I just want to clear the air. There's nothing against anybody. Uh, I love Vinny. Vinny's like one of my brothers and so is Daniel. And, and uh, I don't think we'll ever, you know, be apart from that. And who knows one day uh, the, the reunion might happen. So, but I still go on there uh, once in a while and, and, and be part of their, their uh, program here. So their podcast, let me call Vince right now. Let's see what he's doing here. course he doesn't want to answer thank you for calling dense no more office hours are monday through friday eight let me text him right now i was calling you because i'm trying to bring you on the podcast send him that let's call vince i mean uh, daniel daniel don't want to talk all right get somebody i just want to talk more about pdr tool time i want to see what's going on what's cracking what up what's up dude how you doing man i'm good you're on you're on den time pdr podcast we got daniel grom from pdr tool time here and listen man you got to give us the the, the scoop man because my audience may not know about what the hell's going on on pdr tool time booth dude i just got done talking to paul he says he's going to be speaking on there and we're all super excited. So what's going on? Well, I'm I'm actually really excited because we are blowing it up, dude. We um we have the biggest booth at the venue this year. Oh. And we're going to have two or three cars set up with dents all over them and we're setting up half an hour uh time slots for anybody and everybody to come in and do a half an hour talk on whatever subject they want, open, open venue. And, um, we've got probably three quarters of it filled already. Um, and all the manufacturers are signing up. And then on top of that, um, so you're going to be able to see, hold on back. I'm sorry, Daniel. What do you mean by the, the manufacturers are signing up? What do you mean by that? So all the manufacturers are going to be doing demos on new tools, whatever new tools they're bringing to the, uh, um, the MTE, they're going to be showing off and in action on real cards in real situations. Um, we've all seen demos and, you know, they're in perfect situations, but on a real car, it's real world. And they, um, they're going to be able to show it off in real world situations. That's, that's the main thing. And, you know, when you're working in a booth, you usually only can get three or four people's attention at one time. So this is a way to get them out of the booth and get a larger audience in front of them. 
and not be distracted about doing sales and stuff like that on top of it. And um, so they really get to showcase their tools. Um, but mentors are going to come in and um, be able to share their techniques, tips, tricks, whatever. Um, and that's the beauty of this. It's really open to everybody. Yeah, because I, I really wanted – th- you guys had your booth open last year, which I was with you guys. And, and we felt – we all felt in Vegas that – people didn't know enough about it. Like, what was it? Yeah. You know, now, now the word's out, right? It's getting out. Yeah. I want to make sure it's getting out. What well, we got, I don't know. I got, what, how many, how many weeks till, till MTE do like two and a half weeks? Yeah, or it's like three? three weeks, man. Two weeks, two and a half weeks, three weeks. Okay. okay. So we'll get, I'll get one more podcast in before we leave, dude. I'm sure you guys will get three more podcasts in, but you know, between yeah. three and four more podcasts between us and whoever else is doing one talking about it. Um, I think it's going to be a packed house, dude. So good, good for that. Oh yeah. It, it's exciting, man. Um, on top of all that, we're going to be, um, selling raffle tickets and all the tool manufacturers are, um, donating tools. And then on Saturday, we're going to be raffling off, um, a tool every hour. Uh, we might have to do it. Uh, we're getting so many, uh, tools now. We might have to do it every half an hour, but on Saturday, we're just going to be raffling off tools constantly. Um, and awesome. so, so your, your chances of, of winning are going to be, um, uh, are really good. So, um, we're going to be doing that as well. So you'll be able to get a chance to even get some of the tools that they're going to be showing off. which huh. is going to be exciting. Awesome. Awesome, man. That is great. And wait, you left something very important out, dude. What else is going to be hanging around the PDR tool time booth playground? What is that? Well, we're going to have, uh, uh, the famous Mike Toledo is going to be having his, uh, uh, 360 camera, his new, <laughs> his newest toy. Yeah, I will be having that. Yeah. But what, what else? Come on, man. What am I forgetting? I don't know. The what? bars, man. What are you talking about, man? Well, we I don't know if we have the bars anymore. What do you because, mean? Is this well, breaking happened, news? Breaking news? <laughs> what's happened is um, Sheldon uh, let us know that uh, there's been an overwhelming demand this year, and they encroached on our spot. So our spot has shrunken down a little bit because people at the last minute are signing up, uh, new to- tool manufacturers and and squeezing in, so they rearranged the whole uh, floor plan. Not even so I'm one not bar. Sure where the bars are now, but the bars are going to be close. They're going to be close. So ah, okay, uh, all right. Well, still, yeah, yeah it, it'll be good. Maybe I'll just sneak a cooler <laughs> over there, dude. So, but so Sheldon uh, wrote us a letter and said they have the the most uh, attendance sign up in history, and the most. Um, vendor sign up in history so this is the biggest mte in all of our history and it's going to be probably one of the best shows of of ever well let me tell you something we i think scotto tried to he said scotto uh went to go book his hotel room even mary and i went to go book our hotel room dude and we couldn't one of the days scotto couldn't get i guess saturday was was booked out well i'm i i'm not surprised because of the Super Bowl Sunday too, right after that, but yeah. but I know they were already selling out of their rooms, dude. Like super early already. So that, oh yeah, that's crazy. I'm excited, man, because 
just real quick too, we'll talk another five minutes if you don't mind, Daniel. But man, well, aren't you yeah. excited about all the new tools that are going to be there, man? I'm talking, uh, it's going to be freaking heaven, dude. Yeah, we, me and you, you know, we're very privileged because we get to see what's coming down the pike. You know, we're we're sworn to secrecy and told not to say anything, and it's so hard sometimes. Um, and we get so excited, and that's that's you know that's one of the the best things about our our job. And um, people are you know they it's every year they gear up for MTE. You know, it's a big deal now, and they're 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 stressing out. They're trying to make. Oh, I, I don't know if I can make it this year, you know, get this tool ready. And, um, I, it's, yeah. it's funny to hear everybody talk. Um, I don't know any, yeah, I don't know any, man. Uh, sorry. I actually did. I talked over you. sorry, Daniel. Uh, I, I don't know any other, t- any tool manufacturer, at least in my head, that is, isn't bringing a new tool or have a new tool or has a secret tool that they're going to be, you know, debuting. Do you? I mean, that's the most, that's the case for most, most of the companies I know. Isn't it the same for you? Yeah. 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 I mean, every, everybody's got something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm saying everybody's pretty yeah. much got a new tool. I mean, and yeah. you and I, we've talked about it off, off air, on air, yeah. different each other's podcasts saying, man, if you're a tool company and you don't come with new tools to these type of events, you ain't going to do well, man. Like you don't expect big sales, man. So I yeah. think, I think everyone's going to do super well. I think they're going to kill it, dude. And I think people who are attending are going to have a blast and see all the new tools, man. I, just yeah. like, like today, Daniel, I'm training a guy who's very talented, very good guy. And he loves the new tools he's using with these type of repairs he's doing. You know what I mean? He's, he sees a difference, automatically sees a difference, man. And he's not a oh, slouch. Yeah. He's a very good tech. You know what I mean? So give yourselves a chance, everybody out there, because you're going to go out there and, and find out and test these tools. Take advantage of the PDR tool time playground and test and try the tools and see what you like. Try before you buy these, these and the manufacturers are open to it. So that, that's going to be great. How are you going to organize this though, dude? How's that going to work? You know, it, it's going to be, well, we, one, we've, um, we have a online sign up for anybody that wants to sign up for a half an hour slot. They just need to contact me or Vince. Um, and we send them the link and then they sign in and they can sign up for any open spots. And then they get a, a text reminder, um, of their, of their time just before the event. So we have it organized that way for the people that want to speak. Um, we're going to have, um, our own, um, um, audio system there. So we're going to be able to use that for the, um, the raffle that we're doing, but we're going to be able to use that for any announcements and stuff like that. We're going to have a booth across from our booth for doing live podcasting and interviews. Um, and then we're going to have the sign-up sheet uh, on an easel uh, showing all the show times. So some, somebody just needs to walk by, see what what speakers are going to be speaking. And, oh, I want to come back at um, 1130 to see uh, Mike Toledo speak. Um, <clears throat> and so that's how it's going to be. Um, so we're hopefully, hopefully going to have things a lot more organized. 
you know, uh, Las Vegas was kind of a great dry run because we didn't know what we were kind of up against. And it was a perfect dry run for us. And it went, it went pretty well for, for what it was. But now we're ready for, for the, the big show, you know, the Super Bowl. That's awesome, dude. I really can't wait to it, dude. I really can't wait, man. That's, that's, that, this is a great conversation. Kind of gets everybody up to speed. I know, you, I know you've talked a lot about PDR Tool Time. If you guys haven't checked that PDR Tool Time podcast, uh, if you haven't, I hope you're not in the dark, dude, but you, you should have. But check out, go to PDR oh, yeah, Tool Time. Yeah. Go, go check it out over there. Go to their website, pdrtooltime.com. Check out their podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, check out Tuesday. We're launching. We just did. A, we just did a podcast last night with Paul Corden on estimating. Yeah, cool. I just I just had Paul Corden on right now to, talking about he, he's going to be talking about out there. So I, I I told him he said he was going to come on with you, and then I said come on with me. That way we we get the word out for him. So so it's good. So well, Daniel, I just want to say thanks a lot, dude. Thanks for answering your phone. It was thanks, good. Thanks for ambushing me. <laughs> you got it on me. You got it on me. Well, listen, dude. All I'll, right, I'll talk to you later on this week, dude. All right. Have a good one, bro. See ya. Take care. Bye. All right, Daniel Grom. If uh, you know about Daniel Grom, DentDynamics.net. He's over in Santa Rosa, just uh, over there near San Francisco area. He's actually very well known for his motorcycle tanks setups and repairs, and he has an awesome shop there too as well. And he is one of the main hosts on PDR Tool Time, along with Vince D'Alessandro. And I think Hudson jumps in, along with Jen Renstrom from Mobile Tech RX. So go check those guys out. Uh, you'll have a blast uh, listening to them. So meanwhile, um, I want to talk about the the new kind of like, not to say new. I'm gonna, well, I will. I'll talk about some new tools with the repair that we've been using. Um, and then we'll touch base on some new tools. Actually, let's talk about new tools a little bit right now about what I think you should guys should be looking out for at Mobile Tech Expo. So now I think right off the bat, and you've seen these tools before, and I don't think, I don't think they're a stranger to them, but um, I really, really like the flat bar, the CarePoint flat bar if you – if you can get your fingers on one of those, um, they've been out since last year, but I don't think a lot of people, enough people have used it. It's a really, really good tool. Um, the double bend picks from ultra, they are a standard. I think a lot of people overlooked them at when they were there last year at Las Vegas, the double bend picks give you, um, more of a bend. Okay. More of a, of an angle to push with. Speaking of picks, you want to probably check out the tequila picks too as well because they have kind of a, uh, they're more of kind of like almost like a blade tip pick. Very well well made, sharp. The grip is tremendous. Very, very good. And speaking of the tequila line, you'll want to probably check out the door lords. If you're using, if you're doing a lot of side panel work, you're a route tech, you run into that sound deadening. You want to use get some of those. Those things can pinpoint a center out very well, especially when you're at the end. Because if you use a normal door tool, it slips. And if you use a sharper tip, you're going to be able to pinpoint and control that tip much better. Keep in mind, people, sharp tips aren't sharp. You got to get rid of that. I mean, it, it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that it is. The truth is, they are sharp. But don't look at it as sharp. 
Look at it as an accurate tool. That's why I tell my students, don't be afraid of sharp tools. They're accurate. That's what I call it. It's an accurate tool. You need accuracy at the end of your repair. If you don't have the accuracy, a nice sharper tip, you won't be able to get that little micro low out there, that pit. So if you have too big of a tool, it's not accurate. It's all over the place. It's kind of like a shotgun push. You're bringing everything up but the center. So think about it. Think about sharper tips. Think about sharper tools. Consider getting some of those. You won't regret it. Learn how to use them because it will be it will be a game changer for your repair, your style, your technique, how fast and clean you'll be. So think about sharp tips, okay? They're accurate, not too sharp. So the other thing is the Glexo. Glexo, here they come again. So I've been, I haven't put a video out yet, but I've been doing my tests and working with it. The Glexo Sonic Tips. Now the round one is probably my favorite compared to the square one, the rectangle one, because it pushes very well. Um, and I'm going to give you quite honest opinion. I think they should make a smaller one because when you get to the end and you're trying to tighten it up, what it is, it looks kind of like a, a spiky um, dome. Very beautiful tip. Titanium. Um, if you see anything titanium, uh, like a titanium exhaust tip, it has that beautiful different color, gold, blue, purple. It's just kind of like a weird, like a real transition-y gradient color. Anyways, that's besides the point. How it works is that if you're working on a stretch dent, you don't have a power PDR box, or maybe you're just pushing, and you come to it and you think, well, this might, this might oil can. Well, that's where you get the sonic tip, and what it does is it tightens up the metal just enough and well enough for you to either keep pushing with that or continue with your normal tip so you can, you can finish out the dent. It works in my, based on my experience, it works. Is it going to save every oil can encounter you come? No. Hell no, it won't. And don't throw away your power Peter box. Don't think you shouldn't still get a power Peter box. If you're a hail tech or you're a shop owner, you want to get still the power Peter box and you still want to invest some money in the Sonic tips. Now let's move on to something similar to that. The VIP just came out with their kind of like a tip, like a Sonic tip. And what it does, it's a smaller diameter, which I think will go hand in hand. Now I'm pretty sure that Glexo is going to come out with a smaller one in the future. I haven't talked to them. They haven't sent it, said anything to me, but I don't, I, I would bet on that they will make a smaller one. VIP has come again. They have done their version of that type of tip and it has worked well. It's not as sharp. I would like to see it a little bit more sharper, but it is working very well. Their new tips, their new tap down tips. I haven't used every single one of them, but it works tremendous, especially this little dome black tip they have. It's kind of, it's like a plastic tip, almost like a, a blending tip. If you want to see a polished blending tip, that's kind of like what it looks like a little, like a dome or like that, but it's plastic and it's a little smaller than your normal blending tip and it works tremendous for tapping down crowns it's not going to work for every crown but it works well and their little kind of 
very skinny VIP tips. If you've seen the plastic VIP, they made it even smaller. If you've seen the the normal VIP, they made that smaller. I'm talking for the plastic versions. They are very good. I think you're going to love them. You definitely need those. Get them because your your finishing is going to be much cleaner. It's going to be accurate tapping down. Just like pushing, you have a small low, you need a smaller accurate tip, which means sharper. Same thing with a high. You have a, you have a very sharp high, you need a sharper tap down. Okay, You need to sharpshoot it. Get it out of there. It works tremendous without making anything else low around it. It, it taps exactly where you want it to go. Doesn't leave any marks. I've tried both of them. I talked to Daniel. He said one of them left a mark. Um, I haven't experienced that yet. So I also always make sure the panel is clean. I never tap down on a panel that has dirt or dust. That's going to add to the problem and cause stuff. So be careful on that. Just make sure you clean the surface area of your panel of the vehicle you're working on. And it should go a little smoother. The other thing is you definitely want to go to blam and pick up those damn balloon tips holy crap they pick they push well absolutely a must for if you have every damn whale tail already you definitely want to get the 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 balloon tips tremendous very good they don't push like your normal whale tail where you could pocket up or risk making a high spot prematurely don't get me wrong they can still do it any tech can still make a high on it but it's, it's less possible when you have a balloon tip and it pushes really, really well. I was using it down the door of a ram. Rams have big doors. And unfortunately, the dings are down towards the bottom, just on the body line and just below the body line. And the panel gets really tight. You have to get a whale tail in there. Thank gosh that the balloon tips are so thin and strong, might I add, that they will twist and get those dents out without pocking up your panel. Tremendous. Check those out. Go try them. The Alessandro. Oh, here's, here's Vince right now. Oh, Vince, you just you just called right now, and it's like right in the middle of my explanation of tools and stuff like that, and here you go because I just talked to Daniel, and now you're calling me, man. Hold on, hold hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me put you on my roadcaster. There, now it's switched over. Hello? Yes. There you go. Sorry, I, I didn't have you connected to my Bluetooth. So what's going on, dude? Apologize. I was watching the 100 greatest uh, NFL uh, teams of all time on the network. Oh, there you go, man. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Look, at, like, I'm sitting uh, here working away, and he's, he's, re- he's relaxing and watching football. So Yeah, nice. sorry. Yeah, been work, work. You know, it's that time of year, right? It it is it is it's a little little slower than normal, so you get you get to chill out, right? So exactly that, and we got the the Super Bowl right around the corner, which will be the last day of uh, what Sunday, the day after MTE. I don't even want to talk to you, man, because you ain't gonna stay, man. You're going home, right? No, that's because you forgot to tell me your schedule, your schedule, as they say in England. Man, you forgot to ask. <laughs> no, I think I asked. <laughs> You can't change. I'm it? usually your travel agent too. I know, man. I I, those, know. Are, those are the good days, man. That was fun, man. That was super fun. Um, me and Vince used to. We, we went to MTE years and go. Dude, we 
when there was what, like two or 300 people there at max at different times, not yeah. all together, but yeah. in and out. So now look at it. Uh, Daniel just told me that Sheldon, what you guys are letter saying, this is going to be one of the biggest MTEs ever. Dude. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, that he started off the conversation with this is a record number attendance uh registered already ah that's that's freaking great dude that's great well we pretty much got the details so i want to ask you about tools then dudes okay so if you if because i advised i I was getting into some of the tools i received and some of the tools i've been using some of the tools i've been using in the past like the tequila tips, like I mean, to uh, picks, uh, the door lords. I was uh, the flat bar, the care point, uh, the VIP tips, uh, the uh, I was saying the sonic tips, and I think that's about as far as I've was on the balloon tips. That was where I was at right there. But anything you can agree on or add to? What, what do you? What do you? What would you buy yeah. if you're an MTE dude? I don't. Did you get the the, the stainless steel door lords yet? No, no. I don't okay, have any love well, on that. I got stainless steel picks though. That was, but that was like three weeks ago or so. Yeah, the the pivot picks. Those those uh, those are out and about already. But uh, the stainless steel dope uh, door lords that you came up with, mm. with a little bit tiny little input from myself, but mainly you and Craig from Anson. You guys put together a really nice uh, piece set there in spring steel and now they're coming out in stainless for the guys that don't like uh you know the spring steel well how did how's it look how's it feel they look great in fact uh me personally i prefer the stainless over the spring yeah but that's just my my personal preference i'm gonna agree with that i'm gonna agree with that yeah i like so you know and some people do like uh the spring better the way that it feels so it's just a a personal preference really yeah i mean if you like conan dude you probably like that dude so yeah um, yeah what else what else you what else would you grab there in a hurry well in a hurry because you well, know it's going to be a zoo there like like what would you grab that you know it's going to be like if you don't get the first day you ain't getting it the next day well that's going to be standliner you better get there early and standliner is known to sell out we just had thomas on our podcast and he was saying yeah they're coming equipped with tools but the problem is if you don't take that seminar the standliner seminar yeah the, the, the technicians that go to the seminar, they get first dibs at the tools to buy. So by the time MTE rolls around, uh, you, it's going to be a little bit slimmer pickings. So make sure you get there early if you want some standliner tools. Yeah, and I'm going to add to that. So if you don't have a killer whale tail yet, the one that the the one that can go down the door and pretty much the all-around tool, uh, you, you're kind of SOL, dude. You need to get that tool and the, the crane. And what's your crane, favorite, which, which one of your favorites, dude? Uh, I, I, I use quite a few of them, but what I find myself using the most would probably be the crane tools, uh-huh. uh, the two in the set. He's got a straight one coming out for MTE, which should be interesting. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, because I, I fix door dings with it. I fix fender dents, all sorts of stuff. It's very versatile. Yeah, yep, cool. All right, and anything else that you want to, you would, you would jump on? Uh, well, this is the first year that, that we're going to have scanners available at MTE and, uh, Anson is the exclusive distributor for Autel for the PDR industry. No other, if you see uh, anyone else carrying them for the, the PDR industry, they came from Anson. Wow. And the important part about this 
I want everyone that's interest, interested at all in the scanners to come and talk to us at the PDR uh, Tool Time Playground because we're going to have the representative from Altel there both days, all day. Wow. And here, here's the main thing. You might find one cheaper on eBay or on Amazon or at Walmart for a couple hundred dollars cheaper, but they're all Chinese versions that you cannot get updates and you can't get any support at all. So you want to make sure you're buying the scanner from a certified dealer, which Anson is now the certified dealer for Autel. And that's great too, because stuff is going through stuff. Every, every other, it seems like every now and I'm, I'm exaggerating there, but it's very common to work on a car. Maybe you unplug something, maybe you take something apart and next thing you know, it flipped the code. And then that's, yeah. that's so inconvenient. Now you got to take the car to the service place. That's an extra $150. And it's just inconvenient for everybody all around, customer, you, and it's kind of going to cost you some money too. Absolutely. Let me give you a prime example. I had a, a wrap guy bring uh, a Range Rover in the other day. He's like, I need you to fix this door. I got to rewrap the door. I said, yeah, but it's huge damage. I'll get it 90% or better. And I got to yank the door off. And we all know Range Rovers are really problematic, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm covering my butt immediately. I plugged in my scanner. I ran that all the codes on it and everything, it had more faults than normal codes that passed. And it was a way of covering my bucks. I had to yank that door off to fix the damage. So I had proof that everything was there before I even touched the car. And then when I was done putting the door back on, I ran it again, made sure my door didn't trip any other codes and handed them back the car. So that brings up an a interesting, some an idea though. But what happens if like, you know, you're doing insurance work do you yep. don't, don't, what happens if you pretty much know it's going to throw a code? So can't you like tell, ask the insurance to compensate you on going, doing all the diagnostics and all that crap? Can you do that? Yeah, absolutely. What's yeah. that, what's that called? Dude? Uh, pre and post scan. Okay. There you so, go. Uh, I, I charge for it all the time. What do you get the for that? The problem was I get $125 for most insurance companies to do a pre and post. Now, uh, it's, the varies in different markets, but before I would have to take it down to my Napa uh, car repair place down the street to have him do it and pay him $65 or $75. But now I'm charging $125 right to my pocket, which cost you know, cost me nothing. Now what's, I'm making money. What's the investment in that? Uh, the, the smaller unit is, I believe five thirty five, And then the larger unit is $1,800. But they can get any autel. They're basically they're going to have two on hand that we felt were the most important ones for the PDR industry. But they are a dealer of everything autel, so it doesn't matter if you see a unit that you want on the internet, you get the number, you call up any of the guys over at at uh, Anson or myself, and we'll get facilitate that for you and get it. Perfect, dude. I, I'm definitely interested in that thing dude i got my own code on my truck dude and i can't i, I just bugs the hell out of me i can't diagnose it when i want to too that plus you get to have that that's freaking cool man know what the hell's going on your friends dude i don't think I, like i'm looking at it right now i'm thinking cha-ching i could call i could tell people i could do diagnostics and all kinds well you know i'm yeah. getting ahead of myself but still i mean it's cool to have dude i mean it really is especially with all these crazy high-end electronic cars too that are going on now how's it work with yeah, tesla does it work with Tesla? can it work with tesla or not 
I don't see why not. They all, they all have the same port. I haven't actually plugged it into a Tesla, uh, but it's going to give you the diagnostics. You might not be able to change software within the Tesla on it. I don't know 100% for sure, uh-huh. but I know like you could clear codes on all the cars. Well, I just want to know like what the hell's going on, right? So hopefully it'll give you feedback like why is it throwing a code? That's that's probably one of the most important and that's parts. It, that's that's it, it tells you how why it's throwing the code and it, you in English the like like in English or it's not going to say, you know, 225 like the blah blah and then you got to go find a decode no, no, that. No. It's going to tell you exactly. No, nope, you don't have to no nothing like that. It it gives you the code, it tells you what the fault is. And if you wanted to take it further, you press on it uh-huh. and it'll take you to the internet and it'll take you to a website and uh, where the discussion as to what that code means, how to get rid of it and everything else. Oh, wow. So it helps yeah. self-diagnose and, and give you uh, support and all that cool stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now, the bigger one is it has a Bluetooth, which is nice because when you plug it into the port, uh, there's no cords involved. The, the smaller unit is a little bit cheaper. So it does have it doesn't have Bluetooth capabilities, but the bigger unit. What's cool about it too is that if you want to, uh, the updates are only like one hundred twenty five dollars for the year. And if you if you don't buy an authentic one from a dealer, you cannot update your Autel or your scanner every year. And if you have a problem, say you don't know what's going on on your screen, you hit a button and it has live support immediately which you get only with an authentic Autel. Oh, wow. So, That's good. I mean, it's really advanced. In fact, I have a code on my Toyota Highlander because my liftgate is broke, and it told me how to fix it. So, That's, you know, it saved me a bunch of money from taking it. That's really dealership. amazing. So, again, like, okay, so what's the prices on that? Uh, I don't, I know this, the smaller one is like 535 Uh-huh. And then the bigger one is 1800 and 1800 will be able to do ADAS things. It could rekey keys, uh, key fobs, uh, windshields. If you're no kidding, it can uh, rekey key fobs. Yeah. Yeah. On certain makes and models. Okay. All right. So you're limited on that. Okay. Yeah. So it's more robust unit. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be advanced, but, I encourage everyone, if you're going to MTE, come over to the playground and, and talk to the rep. I'm still learning about it. I've only had them in my hands for about a month now. Yeah, I saw it. looks pretty cool. It kind of looks like almost like an iPad in, in, in an armored, you know, holder. So it looks pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. What uh, is there going to be any show specials there with that thing? Or, or is, uh, you don't know that? Uh, probably not that. But uh, Anson will probably have – they can't – you know, being the tool distributor, you cannot discount other people's tools. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I can see. So that. that's why you never see any sales over at Anson. But what they will probably have, uh, sale wise, or show specials are the Anson line products. So you probably see some type of discount on the tequila tools. It definitely glues and taps. Yeah, that's freaking always. Can never have enough of that. So yeah, love it, love it. All right, so, Vinny. and then the other thing too. Hold on, one thing. <laughs> at least. One one other thing is you got to make sure you stop at Anson because they're over the they're, there's going to be 17 new tools throughout the course of the last six months that will be showed and displayed at, including uh, a new glue gun too. So, oh, so glue gun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been using it. Yeah, it's, it's legit, dude. It's, it's legit. Awesome. 
Um, the one and done. You don't need any other glue. Well, you know, Anson, record. you can't miss that booth, man. It's always one of the most beautiful, nice looking booths uh, and, and around at that show, dude. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I really am, man. It's, yeah, I can't wait, man. Can't wait. Yeah. So. And I really appreciate your help in, in doing everything at the PDR Tool Time Playground, too, because, you know, everyone's going to be coming and talking, looking for Mr. Toledo. So you know, uh, they know where to find him. Now, I'm I'm looking forward to hanging out there and just and doing my thing. Hey, save me! A, I forgot to mention, save me a slot. I want to do kind of like a tutorial on like what tools I would use for creases and stuff. So I want to do something like All that. All right, well, you, I'm going to send you an invite because it's just about full of speakers at this point. Well, I'm not speaking. Is that a call, considered speaking? Is that what it is? We, well, every 30 minutes we have the speaker slot okay. over the course of two days. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm sure we could slip you in. Somewhere along the line. All right. Well, yeah. See if you could <laughs> squeeze me in there. Okay. Yeah. So. Use your connections. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got connections. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vinny. Good talking to you, homie. All right, All right brother. All right. Be good. good. Have a good night, dude. Yeah. See ya. All right. Bye, now. Bye. All right. That was Vinny. Vinny Vince D'Alessandro, man. Uh, I'm kind of sad, man, because he's. Uh, I mean, sad and happy at the same time because he is. Uh, uh, he's not very far away from me, um, about about an hour, hour and a half on a good day. Let's wait, no, about an hour and 10, 10, 15 minutes. He's in Long Beach, but he's moving to uh, Texas because he's taking up, up a position at Anson. So he's going to be a, a team member if you don't know that already. Uh, so And he is in charge of IMI on the United States. So he holds all the classes for IMI. And if you haven't signed up for that, I think there are, I forgot to ask him about that. I should have asked him about that. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're having a course there. If not, go to AnsonPDR.com. You can go and check out events and look up IMI and see if there's a local one going on in your area or one at MTE. And then uh, get signed up because you know everything is going electrical uh, Tesla is probably the main thing that you'd want to you want to make sure that you're certified to work on so you can uh, power it down safely and all that good stuff man it's totally well worth it um, I've gotten a lot of jobs just by mentioning that I'm I am I certified and can safely and certify am certified to safely power down your vehicle I pretty much say it in those words and it makes you look even more qualified for to do the repair so I highly recommend doing it okay so moving on, far as the tools, Vince has mentioned some of that stuff there. Uh, Standliner, I would say about the killer whale tail, the crane tool. Um, there was a spoon. I know they're going to have different variations. And, of course, they're going to have a lot of different demonstrations too as well. So look out for that. Put that on your checklist. It's probably one of the first booths you want to want to visit. Carbon Tech. Man, I should call. I should call Todd Rand. Man, let's just get this hyped up, right? Let's just let's get a call Todd Zimmerman. He always usually answers his phone, man. So this is from Car uh, Todd Zimmerman from from Carbon Tech. If he doesn't answer his phone. Hello, this is Todd with Advanced Solutions. Please leave your message and speed, and I'll be sure to get back. Oh, man. Let's, uh, what about, let's see here. Da, 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 da. You know who we're going to call? Endeavor. 
I'm just going to talk to people. Well, Chad's will be the last person. So if, if Chad doesn't answer, um, then we're kind of. So we're just going on. We're just going on, dude. Chad. Endeavor. Now, Chad, Ende Chad from Endeavor Tools, he's teaming up and him and Todd are teaming up to put these friggin' super friggin' sick tools out, dude. And that's another booth you're going to want to see. Dense stuff too as well. Can it kind of remind me of the same kind of, they're kind of the same kind of thing. Uh, Dense stuff is another company there that, uh, that recently came out. He's got a bunch of carbon fiber stuff. Uh, but Chad Peters from Endeavor and Todd Zimmerman uh, from Carbon Tech got together and they are putting some amazing products out, dude. Let's see what he's going to call them on Messenger. This guy never sleeps, so hopefully he answers. be late all right i'm not gonna bother them so those are some of the tools that you need to look out for i've got other tools that i've i kind of trying to remember now like what tools oh ag tools has got some crazy stuff man you got to go check that out man uh dave Streen is probably one of the most funniest guys ever dude he's he's Got crazy tools that he comes out with. His new tap down tips that he has, blending tips, the ones that got a little rubber caps on them, uh, flat caps on them. It's amazing. His and his tools are great. I really like them. Really like them. So go check out Edgy Tools. As I mentioned, uh, Carbon Tech, Endeavor, Dent Stuff. James Lee, I'm not sure. I haven't talked to James Lee. Me and James used to talk quite often. I know he's really busy. So. And I know James usually brings a lot of different stuff, so check out what he's coming out with. Carl Stuckey has been, his lights have been really amazing. Um, I, I, I'm i not sure if he's got anything new either. I haven't had, maybe I should call Carl just real quick, man. So I'm trying to just set it up, guys, See, so help you guys understand what's coming out there. Uh, let's see here, Stuckey. Let's see here. Let's call Carl. Late there. Hey, Mike. Stucky, what you doing, man? Um, here we go, Ben. Oh, sorry, dude. I'm I'm calling you on my podcast, dude. And I'm just calling calling to see if you if you got any new tools coming out, man. Um, no, not really. Yeah. Um, hey, how's your light though? Your light looks badass, dude. I mean, like, are are you you bringing plenty of those, right? Yeah, we're gonna have a we'll have um. We we did revamp the um, the housing so to make it stronger. Okay. Um, which is what you I think you guys used at um at, at Mega out, Media uh, at Cole Cole Fox's place. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have two um two out for the Den Olympics, one or two out the Den Olympics, and we'll have one in the the uh, PDR the tool playground yeah. area. Yeah. Are you going to do any demos or anything like that, or do any? Taking a thirty-minute spot or anything like that? Um, I 
I don't know yet. And it's hard. Yeah, it's always hard to get away from the booth. Okay. Um, but yeah, I told Vince. Well, um, well, I told I told Vince. I told uh, Renstrom that. Um, yeah, because it's just you, I and think, is it you and your wife just man in the booth, or or you got anybody else helping you? No, it'll be uh, me, Alma, my brother Felix, um, and our friend Chad. Uh, okay all right well i'm excited to see, to see you there and, and and i was like man i haven't talked to stucky about his tools or anything so i'm just going to give him a call dude so and see how you're doing yeah i don't think we're going to have really much new i mean we have t-shirts and hats and um we have these little mini um window guards that um they're like you know just little tiny quick dents oh yeah um, <laughs> we'll have a handful of handful of those just to kind of see how they do <clears throat> but that will have some whole pliers um on hand this time because we didn't have them for last year well, there so. you go there you go so yeah the, so you're talking the, yeah. the hand plier the whole pl- whole straighteners those yeah we'll have the whole straighteners um we have um we have a handful of hydro dipped um 18 inch lights uh, we did hydro dip uh, some of the xl battery holders yeah and then um we have well we only have nine now we have um we did carbon fiber hydro dip um glue gun bases well there you go so you got some new stuff i have to wake you up to remember so yeah <laughs> well it's not new it's just kind of yeah well well i'm just trying I to help people funny. understand what you got so they so they know where to come and what to get well so. we will be ra- um we were donating one of the of the 10 um carbon fiber hydro dipped uh, glue guns that's just the base that's, that's a carbon carbon fiber patterned yeah um for the the pdr tool time um raffle for the, the pdr the tool playground sick sick and then are you gonna have a lot of the your talon wedges too as well um, yes, we'll have talent wages. We should have everything, pretty much everything in stock. We're just kind of short on, I think we're out of uh, large belts. Well, that's, that's right. You, got, you got some cool belts. That, and Stucky has some really cool belts, everybody. Like for, it's kind of like the snap-on versions of it. So when you're working on a car, you don't scratch it. So I, I, I really like that belt. So yeah, that's that, that's great. Yeah, well, you're you're all skinny now, so you'll probably you'll probably be able to wear a medium. <laughs> um, yeah. We're we're out of the larges because um, we're, we're we're trying to work on a new design so that it fit. We can have like one belt that'll fit everybody um, instead of having the multiple sizes. Cool, cool. Um, well, Stucky, I didn't mean to wake you up, dude. I mean, I, I knew I forgot you're three hours ahead, dude. And I apologize, dude. But I was no like, worries, spontaneous man. I get call, up early with the boys. Calling Stucky, not a big so. deal. All right. Well, hey, man, I, I wish you luck at, at MTE. I'll see you soon over there, dude. And I, I appreciate you taking my call, man. So, oh, no worries, man. Uh, a few weeks away. We'll see you. You got it, Stucky. Hey, and go check out his booth. Go over there and uh, check out one of those little mini I mean, door guards, man. That that sounds really cool, Stucky. So we're looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, sort of a big giant thing. It's something quick and little. Cool. We'll see how they do. All right. We yeah. like to kind of show some new products. That we do like to try and test new products at the show to see, you know, what the technicians think. It's a, it's a great place to get feedback, you know, because so many people are there and from all over the world. And yeah, it's a, it's a great testing ground. Yep. Uh, believe me, they'll let you know, right? <laughs> yeah, they will. That's all right. We love it. 
You got it. Hey, Stucky, have a good night, dude. All right. Thanks for taking right, the call. Thanks. See you, bro. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. All right, Stucky, Carl Stucky. I'm, I feel bad, man. I woke him up, man. Uh, that's the thing about me, man. You never know if I'm calling you and, and just saying what's going on. What's cracking? You know, what you doing? And I usually call late at night at the East Coast because I don't get back and settled in myself until 6 or 7 o'clock at night here. And that's when the that's when the action starts. Um, okay, so I'm going to move on. I mean, I, there's plenty of tools, and maybe I'll, I'll come up with another list, like a quick list by the time – the next podcast comes because that will be one just before, probably a few days or a week before uh, MTE, which will be badass. So let's talk about the dent. This is uh, the dent that we're doing. And actually, I'll, I'll tie it. If you go to P, if you go to Dent Time PDR, denttimepdr.com, click on this link that you're going to see. Go to this podcast here and look at that dent that we were doing. Okay, so I want to. I'm going to upload it there. If I don't, if you don't see it, man, you need to holler at me because you need to call me out on that. No, I'll put it up there for sure. Okay. Anyways, this dent, I kicked it in. It didn't want it. It didn't want to dent kind of dented, but not the way I want it. So I dented, I hit it again, kicked it again, hard, buckled the crap out of the, out of the body line. I mean, it was probably the, the, the paint was probably going to crack if it went just any deeper. Okay, got any more stretched. So let's set this up. So we started doing cold glue. We didn't want to cold glue from the bottom because if you cold glue from the bottom into the center from that, from this scenario, um, you're going to overstretch. You have a very good possibility of blowing out the edge of the fender because we all know that cold glue, when you set it up right and you place it right, it usually doesn't want to let go, come off the panel very easy. So we wanted to do it just below the crown. If it's a reverse crown underneath it, if you take a look at that picture, you'll see what I mean. And when we pull it, the crown indeed came up the bot, the deep crevice above the body line, which was like, it looked like a karate chop in there that came up a little bit. That's exactly what we wanted to do. Now, if you would use hot glue, some people go, like, why don't you use hot glue? Why don't you use the Kiko K bar? Kiko K bar would probably be my second scenario if cold glue wasn't around, but Kiko K bar, um, it takes a long time to set up for this scenario, guys. Now, I'm not, I am not discrediting the Kiko K bar. It has its place and it works very well. But in this scenario, the cold glue was going to be better, quicker, and faster for this type of scenario. But, anyways, let's just say you didn't have the Kiko. Zimmerman. Oh, we got, all right. I keep getting, I called this. Get Tom, Todd Zimmerman on. Hold on a second here. Todd. What are you doing, man? Oh, not much. What's happening? Well, I called you because I'm live on my podcast. Not live to the people, but recording. And I just wanted to um, get, get get everyone hyped up because I said, you're probably one of the booths that they got to stop at, dude. And, and uh, so what do you got going on there? I know you and Chad got together. And you, can you give me any, like, any secrets out? Like, what's going on? Like, what are you going to have there? Um... As far as that MTE, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think uh, probably one of the biggest things uh, that I've got coming that me and Chad have been working on is a hard top for the hood stand. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, other than that, me and him have been, oh, I also got the, uh, I'm sorry, we got, I got the, uh, the hustle stick set up, should be there. Now that's kind of, that, that's kind of like the, 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 the one that you can pull the dent, uh, slowly out. Right. It's like a pogo stick yep. kind of set up like yep. that. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And we've, uh, we've, we've refined it quite a bit, actually a ton. So it's really nice and usable. And, um, so yeah. And, uh, but other than that, me and Chad have been working on some stuff, uh, which is going to, I think, I think we both think it's going to change a lot of things. Um, is but, it something? Uh, is it something that you actually showed me uh, earlier? And I and I'm not. I wasn't obviously. I didn't show anybody or say anything. Is it going to be there? That? No, no, <laughs> it won't be. I, we're hoping it'll be August uh, MCE, but okay. if, if not, because um, that that's going to change, dude. I mean, that's what you're saying too. I mean, to me personally, that's that's one of the that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a big project, big undertaking, but I think that it's. Uh, we are looking to make it uh, by far better and and different than anything else that's out there, uh, as far as just quality of components and parts and materials and all that stuff. So wow, you guys are gonna be like you guys are basically trying to be like the Tesla PDR tools, basically, right? Well, we're just trying to we're just trying to get stuff to where it's not so uh, prehistoric. That, yeah, backyard engineered so much. I mean, it's not this stuff has been decent. It's just that I, we think that it could be a whole lot better. And uh, and and really, by not doing, I guess I should say we're we're going to do stuff a lot different. But but it's not that much different. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just uh, I guess looking into other industries and seeing what they're doing and, and trying to make it. You know, Where, I know <sighs> are you taking part in the PDR Tool Time? Uh, playground are you going to be doing any demos over there or taking it to a spot um i don't know that i would have any time to do that but I, you know because we get so busy at the booth but i mean i would, you guys can sure grab anything we have okay all right well I'll, i do I'll, have another hammer i do have another hammer like anybody needs another hammer but i do have another hammer i'm i'm hoping to have there as well it's kind of uh out of all the hammers i built uh it's kind of what i've designed for myself what i think i would want for doing hail so Hopefully, uh, other people will like it. And what about for uh, for the Doordinger guys? Would it work for them too? Yeah, yeah. So it's you know I can give some information. It's I mean it's not really a secret deal, but it's it's kind of like uh, the mini, but I made it a little heavier headed, and uh, I used the ball tip and the the Grom the Daniel Grom uh, blunt tip, uh, the kind of that more the smaller flat flatter uh, tip that he has on the back of the uh, Grom hammer. Yeah. And, uh, so it's a little heavier. It's mostly, you know, just for, for me, it's for doing rails and stuff. I just need a little more weight for the, than the, uh, than the, uh, Rock Hill mini, but, uh, for, oh, for myself anyways. My, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So it's a little bit heavier than Rock Hill mini, which my tech today really loves. So you'll yeah. be hearing from me later for, the, for him to get yeah. that. But, um, uh, so it's, it's, it's heavier than that then. Yeah. So it's going to be a little heavier than that, and uh, but still kind of that finesse, smaller hammer, you know. So that's awesome. I, I can't. I'm, this is 
podcast, but are you, would you be considering coming out with a longer length than that mini though? I could consider that one because it's not too heavy. The, like the, the rock hill is so heavy. It's almost, it's almost worth to go any longer with that one. No. Yeah. I, I'm talking really about your mini. Out there, but, but the mini, yeah, I could probably go a little longer. Yeah. yeah. For sure. That's um, just, I, I'm just asking for it. Cause I know if I'm thinking maybe other people are thinking the same thing, but I know that's, sure. fu- that's dude, that's, you got a lot on your plate, man. But, um, yeah, yeah. dude, I, I think, <laughs> I think we can't, I think you're definitely one of the places to go see first, man. When you when the people get through the doors, man, door busting. So uh, that's that's wow, gonna be great. It. What do you guys? Uh, what do you, uh, you 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 and Chad have any new t-shirts uh, and one for Mikey over here, dude? I do have my. I have some carbon tech shirts for the show. They're another. They're another. Uh, Hide me one every time shirt. I go there. You freaking have. You're like, oh, I got. I, I don't have any more, man. So. <laughs> you got to get me right early because I go away. <laughs> I'll see you over there, man. So yeah, I'll try to wrap one up for you. You got it. I know we, you and I were trying to like get together before the show. I don't know if that's still going to happen, but I doubt it. But um, either way, <clears throat> I, I'll I'll see you over at MTE, dude. So yeah, yeah. I actually talked to Christina from Anthem. She said she's going to be out in February, right? Is that right? That's right. She's coming for yep. some PDR training. Yep. So yeah. So I might make it a duel purpose trip and come down when she's there and we can do some stuff so that'd be awesome i would love yeah. that dude that, that one we just why don't we just plan on that dude so yeah that'd be great that'd be cool so hey todd i'm gonna let you go i know it's late dude thank i appreciate you taking my call i actually appreciate you calling me back man so yeah yeah sorry uh, i was driving when you called so yeah we, we all look forward to come seeing you guys over there and um good luck at the show man well thank you uh, looking forward to seeing everybody cool thanks todd yep all right see ya Take care. Todd Zimmerman from Carbon Tech. One of the nicest guy, man. He's super cool. Super, super cool, man. So speaking of, he was talking about the uh, hustle stick and basically, or like a pogo stick, and you, it's a chain wrapped around his hail rod, and he's got a brace around, I mean, like a, a mechanism to hold it in place. And at the end, he's kind of like a hook that can that can hook up to an eye hole, eye hook like on a super tab or a Kiko tab, something like that. Super tab. I'm talking that, that size. And let's just picture this, this fender that I'm mentioning, that would have not been another option too, as well. If, if I wasn't using the cold glue, because that one personally, I like more than anything else beyond the cold glue is because you're pulling it, but you can also control pull like you have a lot of power when using your body weight and then using the leverage from the stick. I've used it on the front fender on dent trainer on one of those nasty front fender dents that I did came out really, really well. And if it wasn't for that pogo stick, I wouldn't have been able to do it because cold glue would have over yanked and it would have just buckled that fender. That was a, a different scenario. So let's keep going with this, with this repair. So, we got we were starting to get it out with the cold glue. We got probably about thirty percent of the dent using the cold glue. So not bad. Okay, good good start, good head start. So why why use cold glue? Because again, it gives you as I mentioned, gives you a head start, clean head start. So if you're using a soft tip, traditional soft tip before that, you there's a good chance either you're going to go way slower, and you have a way more chance of making some 
impressions of a high spots, even though you're a good tech, you're still jeopardizing making high spots. With cold glue, it's instant. It's kind of like the marathon's already begun and you got a moped ride to about almost to the to the front of the line. All right. And so what's next? So you you got some of the pressure off from both angles. Well, what we had to do is we had open access. We opened up the hood of the Nissan. I think it was a Nissan Sentra. I think it is. But I'm not, I can't remember which one it is, but I do think it is. So opened up the hood, got complete wide access. Now that's good and that's bad because when you have that wide of access, it's hard to get the leverage. And then your tool kind of, it rests on the frame on the inside and it slides. And then you have to put your hand there. You have to figure out, you have to put a block or whatever. Well, the solution is Ultra's got these bean bags, like heavy duty bean bags, not these soft ones, like really industrial bean bags. And what's cool about it is that you put it in there, right? And it will form and help your tools stay in place as you push. It is tremendous. I use it on the Tesla. I use it on this type of fender, open area. It just works. It will work on those F-150s when you take out the light and you got a dent in the corner and you don't want to chew up the edge of the F-150 um, frame of where the, where the taillight goes. It's going to save all that gas tanks because they make them in different sizes as well. So it's a tremendous tool for that. Anyways, we tried to get the flat bar. We did. We used the flat bar. But it, 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 for this scenario, it was getting more narrow in there. And so we, we put some leather on top of the, the dent dial. It, it pushed a little bit, but not the type of push we want. So we ended up getting this bendable Johnson. It's kind of like a, got like a, uh, let's say a 45 degree angle. Well, I guess it was kind of like a 45 degree angle and a screw on tip. And that was pretty much our go-to tool. We're able to bring some of the metal up from the top above the body line into the body line and a little bit of the crown, the smile of that. We were using a soft tip at first, <clears throat> excuse me. And then to tap down the crowns, what we end up doing is using a root beer tip, that flat wrap root beer tip, a nice flat tip, almost like a blending tip, but flat. And then from there, what we do is put leather on top of that and use it as a tap down. It would, it would lay down the metal very well. In conjunction with that, we use the crown jewel, as I call the crown killer. It's got... Looks like a rubber small mallet. Very balanced. And you have to swing that thing hard to get the crowns down. It doesn't matter. And you have to understand that. You have to really know that tool. And that was working really well. We got everything going. In fact, the repair was going very smooth up until about, until we got to about, oh, I'd say. 70% into the repair. Okay, this is now we're going into day two. We're running into day two. We start pushing. We start getting the top out. Starts working, cooperating. We go down to the bottom. Start working that smile down the underneath the reverse crown. And what do we know? It starts buckling. 
Uh-oh. Well, and buckling means like you start oil canning, like right there. Right, shoot. So what we did, we had to move the board, look for hidden crowns. And sure enough, there were some hidden crowns. And you know what? There was hidden crowns and still lows in the body line we didn't we didn't see. Pulled the board back further, and we started seeing that. As soon as we tightened up the body line and getting that, then we back went back down to where it was kind of wobbling on us, almost oil canning, and guess what? It tightened it up. Didn't happen again. But unfortunately, we did make some unwanted premature pushes, which is going to cost us a little bit of time at the end to help finish this out. It really was a kind of a, what you do is when you look at those type of repairs is that you have to be very slow. You have to pay attention to what the metal is telling you because when you're pushing, you're looking, number one, see if it's reacting well enough, meaning is it, is it trying to cooperate like it wants to move? Or is it resisting? Is it making, are you making slight highs? When you make more than one or two highs, you need to kind of reconsider and stop and do the opposite. Instead of pushing, tap. Look for where there is stress in the panel. Where is there crowns? Tap that down. Change your board. I mean, not change it like in a reflection, but change it, change the direction of the board. Cross-check it. Switch complete sides. So if you're working from the left, you need to like change the board, make it go to the left, and you go to the right. Completely switch the sides. Look from the other opposite side. Guarantee you, you will see stuff that you didn't see from the other side. I think we get too comfortable in a repair for too long on one side. We don't keep it balanced. In other words, we don't keep the repair honest when we're working. So please make sure you cross-check. You're Sherlock. Your light is Watson. All right? He's there to assist you. If you don't ask it, you don't let it tell you the truth about your repair, you're going you're gonna to be, unfortunately, not going to be able to solve that dent repair mystery or the repair period itself. As I say in this video, we're doing the repair, and him and him, me and Bobby have really good conversations in this video too. But one of our conversations was that the repair is a battle. Okay, actually, it's mini battles. Basically, it's the it's a war. The whole repair is a war. But when you break down the dent, and it gets in smaller areas, well, those smaller areas are battles, and you have to win each battle. Each small battle to win the war. Sometimes you might have to leave a battle to go help another battle, which helps the battle that you left because it's all connected. Remember that, okay? Stick to your fundamentals of PDR when you're pushing. Move the board. Don't force push. Don't use too big of a tip too, too, too long. Don't use it too sharp too soon. Be careful. Keep a leash on your pushes. Tap 
accurate. Use the right tap down tips. You have to do that. You have to be aware. And by the way, let's back up here. On any dent, your first 10 pushes are super crucial. And then your first tap down, like before you just pick up your favorite so-called tap, tap down tip, understand what that possibility, what you should really think about. You know what it can do, but are you? do you really know what it can't do? In other words, it probably can't, it, like if you had a nice sharp crown, it probably can't knock that down clean if it's sharp. You really want to know the, the cons of it, like what could happen if it goes south? What, if, what would the damage, the most amount of damage this thing do if I, if I use this on this scenario? Is it going to stab it? Is, if I do make a, hot, a low using this tap down, is it going to be easier to fix? Do I have to sit there and pinpoint out? Well, maybe I should use a bigger tap down, softer. So if I do make a mistake, it's going to be easy to fix. Now, it's not like this in every scenario, though. But this is what we were dealing with when we were doing this repair. I had to help Bobby be more aware. He, you hail techs are really good. Bobby is no exception. He is very, very good. A very good tech. It's almost like, okay, when a, when a body man has been doing body work for years and then he goes in to be a painter, he's not as patient because he's used to being at a certain pace, right? It's kind of like when you go into a different dent, you've got to throw that pace out. Or if you work on a Honda, or let me take that back. If you work on an aluminum F-150 and then you go to work on a small light ding on the front fender of a Honda Civic. It's almost like saying shop, 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 shop 10 times, right? Say it to yourself. Say this again. Say it with me. We're going to say shop 10 times. We'll do a little brain teaser here. Say shop 10 times as fast as you can. And on the count of three, I want you to say shop, okay, 10 times. And then I'm asking you a quick question. Whatever comes to your mind, the fastest I want you to say it, okay? Ready? Say shop 10 times on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Shop, 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 shop. Okay, what do you do when you come to a green light? I bet you you thought about saying stop. My point is, that's the way we work. We push, 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 right? We're on an F-150. We go to the next car. We're on a Civic. We go to push. Oh, shoot. I made a high. Reset, guys. Like When you're doing a dent, everything should be slow motion. Think about what you're doing. Be more aware. Because if you are, you won't break windows as often. You won't pull paint as often. You won't make mistakes. You won't make highs. You won't make snail trails. Miss pushes, mistaps, your mistakes will be minimized. I'm not saying you won't make mistakes. I'm not saying you won't make the dents messy here. It does happen. And in some cases, it's unpreventable. But it will be minimized. And that's where we're at with this. Helping minimize the cleanup at the end.
Bobby Six is a really, really good tech. I think you enjoy the video. Where we're at right now, we've got it to about, oh, we still, I think we got, I'd say 15 to 20%, maybe 15%. We've still got some work on it, man. Still got about three or four hours, maybe, yeah, oh, half a day. I'm going to say that. I, I wanted to be done with it earlier, but hey, it is what it is. When it takes, when you take your time, you take your time. If you if you think you're going slow, you got to go slower. PDR is not a sprint. It's an ongoing marathon. You know, at the end of the day, you go home and you say, "Did I do a great job? Did I do the best I could? Did I do everything I I, I could have done?" And some of those, I know, could be, "Nah, I could have done better." So that's where we're at right there. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to let you guys go. Check on this repair. It is going to be a gnarly one. If you see it, I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to go, wow, that is a freaking really crazy repair. And it's kind of like the one we did with Aaron um, from uh, dentless.com.au out in um, Australia. Just a, a, a nasty repair. So... I'm looking forward to it. And by the way, some of you guys go, why would you want to do that type of repair? Why? Why won't you just, just like have it replaced? It's not always about that, guys. It's not about just going out and trying to make the quickest buck. I look at it as an investment. I look at it as invested in myself. A challenge, most of all. Because I want to know how to do those dents. Besides, it's job security for me. Job security for most. Why not? Don't you want to be better? Ask yourself that question. I'm going to leave you guys out with that note. I'll talk to you guys later. We'll see you on the next podcast. All right. Take care. Actually, I will. You'll hear me on the next podcast. I'll see you.